0: Welcome to Reiki Cafe Radio. We're your hosts, Christine Renee and Izzy Wells. We come together with more than twenty-five years of experience in Reiki, meditation, chakra wisdom, clairvoyant techniques, and holistic healing. We are passionate about helping individuals release resistance, step into their authentic selves and align their lives with the truth of who they are.
1: Reiki Cafe Radio is your choice for vibrant Reiki conversations, meditation experiences, and holistic wellness. This is your space for a deeper look into the ancient wisdom through modern eyes. So grab your tea or coffee and join us as we sip our way through this week's episode. I'm super excited to be joined with Isabel Wells, one of our Reiki Cafe university professors as we kind of dive into <laughs> all things soul um we had a lot of students be really excited by this topic
0: welcome isabel thanks for joining with me well hello hello i'm so excited to do our first one of these for the new year these are always such a joy to come together with a community and chat with you and just kind of share and grow together Today's coffee conversation is on the anatomy
1: of the soul. We're going to be talking chakras and auras and healings and so much more. And I just really want to invite you into this space of curiosity and reflection and open-mindedness as, you know, take what feels good to you and let it kind of bounce up against what you already know to be true and see if that can like, how can it land for you today? And so just coming in and stepping into the space with an open mind, Coffee conversations are all about having organic conversations, not pre-recorded, not pre-scripted, just we're just going to be talking. And I just kind of want to pop in at right at the beginning to, to invite everyone to kind of take a deep breath, to take a moment and really feel into your physical body. Perhaps you're starting your Reiki hams, perhaps you want to place them in Gosho just inviting you to kind of tune into this beautiful energy of the morning or wherever you are in the world, taking three nice deep breaths, inhaling through the nose, exhaling to the mouth and whatever is not serving you in this time, in this moment, blow it out as if you're blowing out birthday candles, really give it a nice exhale through the mouth. one more for me beautiful three inhales through the nose exhaling through the nose to tune in just inviting our spirit guides our guiding angels our power animals all those love and light compassionate and entities to join with us to provide the sacred space for this conversation Beautiful. Now that we're all kind of tuned into the spiritual energy as a group for this conversation, just want to invite you to keep your, your eyes closed, to keep your feels on, just to awaken those clear gifts that we might already be aware of, those innate ones, those ones that are in development, and just kind of do a body scan. And as we move through this body scan, allowing our soul to speak to us, So starting at the top of our head, just giving yourself a little Reiki scan from the very tippy top of your head and letting it gently scan your body. So moving through your head, just noticing, just bringing your awareness here, moving down to your shoulders and your chest, and your belly and your arms. And the lower belly, and your hip bones, and your legs, and your knees, all the way down to your feet. Just noticing your physical body today, noticing that many people think that this is the container of the soul. However, we also have the energy that is moving beyond our physical body. That energy of the chakras not only are within us, but they also move out into that auric field. And so our soul is also contained in that auric field. So noticing now the energy around your body, how does it feel? Noticing if you can feel the edges of that auric field, that that beautiful container, that boundary we have between our spirit, our soul, and the rest of the space. Just noticing that now. Noticing what you notice. Noticing if you scan once again from the very top of your auric field. Scanning down. What does that feel like for you? Beautiful. Now that we're all in this beautiful space, I invite you to wiggle your fingers and toes, flutter open your eyes, come all the way back to this call with this open mind and open heart as we dive into Anatomy of the Soul Coffee Conversations. Welcome, welcome.
0: Beautiful.
1: So I'm just, you know, one of the reasons why I love doing body scans and you can do it again and again and again, because it's going to give you information every time. So the first one, you can go through it kind of quickly and then slow it down and then slow it down and do it again and slow it down again. And what's going to happen is that you're going to get more and more and more information. Every time you do it, the slower that you go, allowing your energetic systems to speak to you, right? And it is very relaxing. It's very calming. It's very peaceful because all answers and all wisdom resides within us. And so this is an opportunity to slow down and let our soul speak to us because it has the answers. And so we get to tune into that, right? And so often in our days and our lives, We rush, 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 rush. I think that's why the holidays oftentimes feel so heavy is because we're in rush, rush, rush mode for the majority of it. And now is the time to tune into, ah, okay, we've moved beyond 2022. We're stepping into a new year with these new goals, with these new um, words to hold us to coming into the year of 2023. And we get us, we get to decide, we get to make the conscious awareness choice of how we want to step forward in that. Okay. Knowing that, you know, our conscientious, that you know, that's like 5% of what drives us forward. And 95 is subconscious. You know, our lives are on autopilot. And so we have to create things in our life to help heal the subconscious so that we can adhere to a new identity. And that's why I love having a word for the year because it's gonna help you in the identity. It's gonna help you in your beliefs versus just habits. That's why when we create goals for the year's resolutions and they, do, they fall flat after about two, three weeks because we default back to our baseline. We default back to our subconscious knowing. But when we choose a word, and we can identify with the word, when we identify with the belief that surrounds the word, and we start matching our energy to the energy of the word, we're doing the subconscious healing work. We're changing who we are to match that word. And what that does to the energy of our soul is significant. And I and this is why where I want to get into all of this anatomy of the soul today. So you know, we have these seven primary chakras and, you know, we talk about them a lot. I'm I'm sure everyone who's listening has been introduced to chakras on some level. We have Reiki practitioners listening and yoginis listening and all of the things in between. And so this isn't a new concept. However, most of what we see on in the public's eye is where the chakras are very segmented root chakra has nothing to do with solar plexus and solar plexus has nothing to do with throat chakra. And they're all kind of separated out into their own unique individual entities, which as for in a beginner's eye can be really helpful to start. But, you know, most of us are at the point, if you've been following us for a while, you're, you're no longer beginners. (laughs) We're ready to dive in deeper. So before I move on to that, I wanted to see if if Izzy has anything else that she wants to add to, like before we truly kind of dive in.
0: Yes. And I love this idea of kind of laying the foundation for what we're going to talk about, because it's such a vast concept. You know, when we talk about anatomy of the soul, there's obviously going to be that immediate question that comes up of what are we actually talking about when we talk about the soul? And I think this is where I want to we kind of put a disclaimer here that in all honesty, you know, at Reiki Cafe, we really value showing up in integrity and truth and honesty. And part of that is saying that no one really knows, you know, there's no one set way of viewing the soul, of viewing our energy. We have really beautiful human minds that while they are magnificent tools, they also have limits in their capacity of understanding, right? And so- When we try and take these universal concepts and boil it down to the realm of human words and human thoughts, we're going to lose some of that essence, not because we're doing something wrong, not because we're not listening or tapping in with our spiritual gifts, but just because our minds are what they are. And the mind plays in a very different realm than energy, spirit, soul plays. And so understanding that, like Christine said at the beginning, this is a conversation meant to help shift your perspective, bring in new ideas, new ways of seeing your energy, your spiritual and physical being, so that you can see yourself in a more holistic way and understand that while we have so many different segmented parts of ourselves, when we really look at this as a full system, when we when we start looking at soul as a collective entity, a collective representation of our energetic being. That's really where the changes can occur because it helps us break out of those boxes. It helps us move beyond what we think our limits are when we start to understand that we are holistic beings, that every portion of ourself, physical, spiritual, or otherwise works together as a system, as a whole. And so when we can view it that way, that's really where magic happens. And so I think it's So important to kind of just start off with this of saying, you know, Christine and I aren't sitting here saying this is exactly what your soul is and it's only this way. No, we're here to help expand and shift your perspective and inspire you to see things in a new light. So take what resonates, leave what doesn't. But I truly believe that this conversation is going to be so profoundly impactful for so many people just because, like Christine said, we've been kind of integrated into a way of viewing the chakras as separate energy systems instead of seeing them as a whole. And again, when you can kind of piece them together, that's really where the magic happens. And when we talk about the chakras, I always like to talk about some of my experiences as a Reiki practitioner, because one of the most common things that I see is not that one particular chakra is imbalanced on its own and the others are flowing perfectly, it's that there's some imbalance in all of them because again, we're a system, everything's working together. So if your sacral chakra is a little dull, something's gonna be happening in your throat chakra as well. And when I look at the chakras as a Reiki practitioner, when I'm in session with some someone, one of the most common things that I have found is that there is a lack of connection between the chakras. So let's say that the sacral chakra is really overflowing and it has so much energy, but then the root chakra is really dull and very underactive. And oftentimes what I find is that there's not that energetic cord connecting the two. So the energy can't flow. And that's really, I think the perfect representation of what we're going to start today talking about is this idea that when we view the chakras as separate energy systems, even though they are, when we only view them in that way, we create a disconnect. That's so not allowing that energy, that understanding, that inspiration to flow through all of them. Yes.
1: Notice like energy follows intention. And so when we see it as a segmented system, then we're energetically separating them and they, they totally flow within one another. And I truly believe that our bodies, our soul, our soul fabrics that resonate with inside of our bodies has all of the answers. It's divinely connected to root source energy as well as divine source energy. And we get a play in the space of understanding how do they flow? How does it look? How does it feel? And in that space, we can start having these profound aha moments of going, I see that. Because when just like Izzy said, like when we look at one chakra and yet we we go to a, a medium or a, a reader and they say our chakra is blocked, I feel like that does so much harm when we tell ourselves or hear information that says our chakra is blocked. It's, it might be dull. It might not be energetically as expansive as we like it would to be. But when we use the word blocked, we're setting ourselves up for uh, it to not be an optimal flow. And so that's kind of one of my biggest ch- chakra energy word pet peeves is like using the word blocked. I just want to just erase that from all of your conscientiousness, right? Because when we think blocked, it means like there is no flow at all right? There's always going to be some kind of flow or we wouldn't be alive. We wouldn't be standing standing up. <laughs> like if we had one that was just totally cut off, it wouldn't, wouldn't work. And so there's always something happening there. And our job is to go, our, our, is the chakras and looking at them individually, our, is it in a state of expansiveness or is it in a state of contraction?
0: And I actually, I want to add before we keep going, just like Christine was saying that part of being human is having that energy flow, having things moving. Because again, when we think of Reiki, it's that universal divine life force energy, right? Without that life force energy flowing through us, we wouldn't be alive. But the flip side to that is that because we are human, because we're not just spiritual beings, right? Because we're human and we have minds and we have fears and we have limiting beliefs and all of these things that are innate to the nature of being human, it's also going to be that our chakras will probably not always be perfectly balanced. I remember when I was first starting my Reiki training, I did a session with a woman, beautiful soul. But at the end, she told me that one of my chakras was completely blocked and I couldn't be a Reiki practitioner until all of my chakras were perfectly in balance. And I remember leaving that session feeling just <laughs> devastated that I was not cut out to be a Reiki practitioner, that I couldn't be a spiritual teacher until I got all of my shit together. Like, And that's not how it works. It's not. We are human. We are meant to make mistakes. We're meant to have periods where we are expansive and loving and flowing and periods where we're more quiet and introspective and maybe our energy is lower. It's okay to not be perfectly in balance. That's not what we're saying when we say that the chakras are a system. It's not that when we view the chakras as a system, suddenly all of our resistance and our, our fatigue and our fog all goes away. It's that we become more aware of it. We become more able to understand understand what's happening in the flow and again it's not about getting rid of all negativity or all blocks because that's not realistically possible as a human being as a purely spiritual entity absolutely as a human being not so much and that's okay
1: right i i, I have to remind people our soul without its body chose to come into this physical experience as an earthling in this time and this space with this soul family with these connections and in that decided to make manifest decided to come into this human suit and that human suit signed up for the heartaches the 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 emotional roller coaster ride the all of the thing that the life right we all have baggage it doesn't matter who you are we all have it and to deny that part of the human experience is denying you know, part of our mission and purpose, right? Because we need need those experiences so that we can help drive us forward. And so in that fact, like when we take, when we see our soul, like before it comes into the human condition, it is illuminated, it is fully expansive, right? And we have to come into the body of a child and the body of a baby and we go through this amnesia we forget that we're a child of God. We're, we forget that we're the divine reflection of source energy and we forget our memories of our past lives. We forget our memories of our future. Like all of that is so that we can come in and have this a human experience. And so we, that, that soul drifts down into this human world. And when we come through, when we are birthed into being, we have this energetic line that is holding us and grounding us to earth source energy. We have an earth star beneath us. So we have our seven primary chakras. And then underneath that, you know, about eight inches down into the earth or beneath us is our earth star. And this is our, this beautiful anchoring system that reminds us we're of the earth. We came to this body as an earthling, and we are one with the earth. And so the earth star is all about having our energetic wisdom, our spiritual uh, uniqueness connect with that earth grounded source energy of who the, the soul of the earth, right? And so we have that divine communication from earth energy and our soul's energy here at the earth star. And this is our anchoring point, And when our anchor point, when we can remember that we are of the earth and we are anchored here, that's going to help support our first in-body chakra, which is that root chakra, right? And so that root chakra wants to tell us we're safe, you're nourished, you have all of your needs met, right? So when it's disconnected from that earth star of knowing that we're grounded of knowing that the earth provides for us. That's, there's our first level of untrust. If we don't trust what the earth is naturally offering to us on a regular basis, there's that lack of energy flow, right? And so it all comes down to, are we in a state of expansion and a state of love, or are we in a state of fear, a state of contraction, right? So when we're contracting that root chakra, we're saying, I don't trust this. I don't think it's safe. I can't, I can't trust that my needs are going to be met. Right. I can't trust that foundation. And we're disconnecting from the earth who is all providing. Right.
0: And notice that it's that, again, that energetic line that's flowing through all layers of your being from the earth star, through all of your chakras up to your sun star that we'll get to later. But it's this idea of that almost like a straw, being able to pull that energy up and down. It works both ways, right? We have those, if you're into the meridians, we have those um, by pathways that carry energy up and down. It's all part of that system again, but realizing that if we don't have that foundation, if we aren't able to embrace our humanity, tune into that earth star and pull that knowledge that we are of the earth, that we are safe and held and cherished by Mother Gaia into our root chakra, then we haven't laid the foundation to have a strong chakra system built up within us, to have a strong energetic feeling a strong energetic flow within our system. And so it's really about we, you know, in the spiritual community, we focus so much on the spirit, on connecting with our crown chakra and awakening our clear gifts and all of these things. And while that is a beautiful, beautiful practice, we also have to remember that while we are spiritual beings, we are also human beings. And sometimes we like to pretend that we're not. Sometimes we like to try and escape this Humanity that we found ourselves in, because it's hard sometimes and it can be scary sometimes. But realizing that that fear most likely comes from a disconnection to your earth star, to that soul of the earth, to the place where you have risen from in your physical form, where you can always find that love and that safety and that sacred space to come back to and recharge. And so that's why when we talk about being grounded, that's a really good way of viewing it is what you're doing is you're connecting to your earth star, you're drinking from the energy of the earth, which is going to recharge your physical system and your physical system, your physical body or your human suit, as Christine calls it, is just as important and just as vital a part of your being as your spiritual self, as your energetic self. And so realizing that just as we need to feed our spiritual self with meditation or prayer or chanting or crystals or whatever you use, you also have to feed that physical side of yourself because it's that balance. And so often that's where that initial disconnect starts is when we haven't tapped into our root, our earth star, when we're not allowing that, that energy of the earth to flow up into our root and remind ourselves that we are safe, that we do have a strong foundation and that we are capable of moving forward.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Right. So um, just as Izzy said, like we have this, we have our earth star, we have our root chakra, they're in communication. We're bringing awareness and knowledge to, is this expansive or contracting? And then we get to move forward, right? We get to move through the chakras and they each have their own developmental process, which I think is fascinating. I absolutely love looking at how the chakras develop as we age through our human bodies and how we move through. And we have these energetic lines and they go up and they go down, right? And so, like I just recently had someone I was telling them that I was probably going to be teaching a Reiki kids class. And she's like, Oh, Reiki makes me a little nervous because I do like it's it's a it's a different kind of reflexology, something with the feet. And her in her mindset, energy only flowed one direction. There was only one way to flow that direction, one way to have energy follow intention through that specific direction, right? And I think this is where so many people get caught up in the rules, <laughs> right? When we we learn one way and now we have this fear, this contraction of like, oh, if it doesn't follow that path of that specific belief, then I can't get on board with it, even though it might Feel really good in the moment, right? Like, I don't know, I don't know about that, right? And so we have this fear get in the way, and our bodies do have multiple energy flows, right? We have not only these up and down, we have the Kundalini rising energy, but we have pathways to bring in this divine inspiration energy down the chakras and out through these meridian lines and nervous system, right? Like, all of the physical. Beans of each of the, the chakras, they're based around nervous system plexi, right? So we have this very physical intrinsic energy system that's neurological. Like it's, it's, um, it's electrical, right? We have this nervous system plexi. And,
0: and seems- also not to forget that we have, even though we have the seven main chakras, we have so many mm. smaller chakras. We even have our eighth and our ninth chakras that don't get talked about as much. There are so many electrical and energetic inputs and outputs in your body and in your spiritual being that when they, when you look at them on top of each other, like Christine said, when you look at the nervous system and you look at the meridians, there are these pathways that align. There are these elements of your human and your spiritual being that align. And so we do ourselves a great disservice first and foremost by separating our human self and our spiritual self. This is where, again, when we view ourselves as a system, we have to realize that at the end of the day, there's not a separation there. There's a difference, but that doesn't mean there's a separation. And that is a really key shift in the perspective there of understanding that it's not your human self and then your spiritual self. It's your human self and your spiritual self together. And though they may be different, though they may function in different pathways and with different intention. It doesn't mean that they're separate. And when we can realize that, when we can understand that, that's when we start to be able to view the chakras and the meridians and the kundalini rising and all of these elements of our energetic self as part of also our physical electrical self. And so from there, we can look at once we have this foundation, once we have that energy flowing up and then we have that energy flowing down it from our sun star, which is connected to the divine, to the inspiration, to source energy, which. Just pull down, it's like that reflection of earth star and root, sun star and crown. This is when that energy can start to flow through. And if your channels are really clear, they kind of meet in heart chakra. And you've got this energy pulling down and this energy coming up. And heart chakra is kind of this swirling receptacle of each that's going to help it flow out. And that's why, as Reiki practitioners, we use our hands, right? Because our hands are this offshoot of our heart chakra where our energy can flow through. And so, as Reiki practitioners, And particularly, I think, as shamanic Reiki practitioners, for those of you who have that in your practice, you're really relying on pulling that energy up from the earth star, pulling that energy down from the sun star, having it meet in your heart chakra, and then being able to use that holistic energy where everything's melded and fused together and pulling it out through your hands to be able to share that with the person that you're working with, whether that's yourself or someone else. Because again, if we think about our human self and our spiritual self we can see that reflected in our earth star and our sun star and if we were to only focus on one direction of energy in our sessions then we would only be sharing one intention of energy, but when we can bring in both, when we can understand that that heart chakra is kind of the meeting place of all of these, again, working as a system, that's when that energy really can expand and flow in a holistic and all encompassing way, because we're not cutting off one element or the other, but rather we're including everything.
1: Yes. And I think that including everything is such a key point because we have to kind of look at our history a little bit. Of, of the spiritual new age, you know, how did it come into America? And we have to remember so much of our base for at least Americans was the 1970s when yoga got introduced to the Americas. We had this integration of the system, but it was meeting the, a very Christian world. And so all of the energy became top three chakras. You know, what's, what's up here? You know, what's, heart chakra and up. And there was this like, don't look down energy because they were trying to meet the Christian perspective so often. And so there was this disconnect from earth, disconnect from earth, disconnect from earth, take a like, um, you know, so, so much was to focus on the crown chakra to meet God and to really have more of a, Um, bigger picture. And so we had a bunch of, a bunch of folks who started, you know, basically worshiping this disassociation uh, and having these spiritual experiences, but forgetting that we're here for reason and purpose in these earth suits. And I know I keep coming back to that, but it's so because, you know, we're here for reason and divine purpose. If all we did was focus on the upper chakras, we're, We might be floating with the fairies and talking to angels and all of these wonderful things, but if we're not manifesting into our current 3D reality, then what's the point, right? And so we need to have that balance. Just like Izzy's saying, we're bringing in... We're bringing in that that lovely channel from the, the heavenly realms of the divine, our sun star, but we also have to balance it out with that beautiful earth star energy of saying yes, yes to the earth beneath us, that we are here on this earth for reason and purpose and bringing that energy up, right? And so we have this beautiful meeting grounds in the heart chakra, right? This heart space. And I think this is where so many of us can then relate to, am I in constrict, constriction contraction, or am I in a state of expansion and in a state of love? Because it makes sense for the heart. You can feel it almost immediately. Like, am I living my life out loud or am I fearful, fearful from events of the past reoccurring? Am I fearful of, of being a burden to someone else of, you know, all of these, all of those limiting beliefs kind of get caught up in how we live. And so the heart space really is about, okay, we're living out loud. So from a lot of shamanic points of view, the lower three chakras belong to the earth. And here at the heart, we it's like, it's coming, our heart is coming out of the earth and blossoming. We're blooming here and we get to live life. And so, yes, the Reiki enters our our energy systems overflows through the heart, down through the hands and out to back to ourselves, to other people. And this is that beautiful connection when when we're utilizing both energy lines, both energy systems within ourselves, then we can really have this electromagnetic expansion of the heart chakra. And I wanna bring in that like, visualize it as a Taurus field. You know, mm-hmm. if we have a Taurus field in our chakra, it's not just moving one direction. It's moving within us, without us, like outside of our bodies. And it's and it's energetically influencing all those other chakras where we're having this electromagnetic flow in each of the chakras. Right. And so as we expand here in the heart, it's it can make a profound found effects on the other chakras
0: absolutely and so what we are what we're looking at when we're doing this is that understanding that we are in a really beautiful time right now where we have the ability to focus on that balance and what i mean by that is that for so long in human history we saw ourselves in kind of that root chakra point of view very focused on the human element of being here on earth, right? We had farmers in the agricultural era and all of these things that were really focused on our physical selves, that tangible element of being human. And then we saw, especially in the sixties and seventies, we saw a lot of that emphasis on, let's look at how we can go beyond. Let's look at how we can transcend. Let's focus on these upper chakras, all of these things that Christine's been talking about. And so we've kind of played in this realm of exploring our human self and then exploring our spiritual self. But like we said earlier, this is about exploring them both at the same time, instead of viewing them separately, instead of saying... There's our human self. And then again, we keep saying it, but, and then our spiritual self, we want to see them both together. And that's really what, when we talk about the anatomy of the soul, when we talk about viewing ourselves as a full system, that's really what we mean is looking at how are we balanced. And this is so important. If you listened to our previous podcast this week that Christine recorded on shadow work, this is also so important for shadow work because it allows us to look at both sides of am I holding onto something too tightly? Am I too far leaning on that human side of the spectrum where I'm holding on and I'm living in scarcity and I don't have enough and I'm fully in my limiting beliefs and all of these things? Or am I too far on the spiritual side of nothing matters and none of this is real anyway and all of this kind of very fluid up in the clouds energy. And when we can find that middle ground, we're able to find that balance, not just in our energy to let our energy flow, but also in how we interact with the world around us, how we interact with people that we know in our lives, how our relationships are functioning. Because as you've heard us say before, your internal energy becomes your external reality. And so when we're looking at these systems, when we're looking at finding that balance, viewing these things in a more holistic light, what we're really looking at is, can we create that intention to come into balance, to come into full acceptance of what it means to be here as a spiritual being in a human experience? Can we come into that intentional awareness, and conscious living of all of this and then keep moving forward into let's bring that energy into our external world. Let's bring that balance into reality by first focusing on ourselves, by first focusing on our own energy and allowing it to move us forward. Yes, yes. So I want to just kind of recap just
1: a little bit because I feel like we've covered a lot And also we don't need to necessarily get into the individual chakras in this conversation, We speak about the anatomy of the soul. So much of it is understanding the energetic pathways, which we've covered knowing that the energetic pathways within our body also has a turtle flow that moves that energy out into our exterior, out into the auric field that we have one central line within us. That is our This lifetime's soul fabric, right? It is it it has all of the soul memory that's collecting from this lifetime and it's working with the chakras to develop along that energetic line. Okay. The rest of our energy within the soul has all of the memories, it has all of the all of the wisdom from past lives and future lives and celestial lives and all of the things. Everything is made up, but it's all influencing that central line of our central nervous system of the, our chakras development, all of the things. And so when we focus on the heart by, and saying yes to earth star energy, that energy line moving up saying yes to the sun star, moving that energy down, then we are able to kind of be in this flow and balance. Right. We are saying yes to being in the expansive state of energy. And when we're in a state of expansive energy and we're saying yes to our authentic selves, which is saying, uh, I don't need to be afraid. I, oh, that came from a past life memory, or that came from when I was five years old, my art teacher, my preschool teacher said I was not a good artist, or whatever it was, whatever it was, like we are influenced by whatever our conscientious remembers the fear to keep us safe. That's our subconscious job, right? And our job as conscious beings is to go, is that really serving me? Is that fear serving me or is it trying to keep me safe? And by keeping me safe, thank you very much, and, right? That and going, you're not allowing me to be an expansive energy. You're not that... Fear is not allowing me to say yes to opportunities and yes to spiritual nudges and yes to life, where spirit is trying to communicate it with us at all times. The universe and our spirit guides and our power animals are all trying to bring us down this beautiful spiritual path of our, let learn our soul learnings, our lessons, as well as our divine spark that we have in the universe. And so when we get to say yes to that, then things start to really start to shift because we're, we are saying yes to be in a state of expansion. We're saying yes to being in a state of love versus fear. And when we all start working on that, when we all start working towards, yes, I'm going to say yes to my authentic self, my higher self, my higher truth, my knowingness that I am divine and and I'm in this human suit for this lifetime, when we get to understand that and we all do this work, guess what? All of our energy fields make a difference. All of our energy fields get a shine brighter and we have an energetic collective consciousness upgrade, right? And so right now we're currently, you know, the earth is going through a transformation. We're going through this energy upgrade, this up-leveling um, to be in more of an ex- expansive state, no longer struggling with the fears of the past that we're able to say yes to the future, but it all starts within individuals. And that's why Reiki Cafe University, we love doing signature programs. We love doing things that's going to help an individual really make significant transformational change into the state of expansion. Because when you're in a state of expansion, magic happens. And guess what? Then you're going to go out into the world. You're going to do live your life, your purpose. And you're going to, that is going to have a trickle down effect. You're, if you're affecting another hundreds and thousands of people in a positive way from that, from that light, that's what we want to inspire you to do. We want to inspire you to say yes to you. Yes to your healing. Yes to your divine soul path and purpose so that that trickle down effect is going to have such a conscious effect on the world. And that's what we believe. So I don't have a goal of having a million students. <laughs> like that's not it. I want to impact, you know, a hundred students a year significantly, having significant transformational change, knowing that if I affect a hundred, you're going to go affect the hundred and they're going to go affect the hundred. And the trickle down is going to make it into millions. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. And remembering again, as above, so below, as within, so without. And so when we are in flow, when we are feeling inspired, when we are standing in our truth and inspiring you all, then you're going to inspire someone else and they're going to inspire someone else. And that flow that's happening inside of us is going to be reflected outside of us as well. And so we're so excited and so grateful for this community and this is part of it because when you guys are thriving, when you guys are inspired, when you are in this state of expansion and flow and standing in your truth, you are shining and spreading that light across the globe and that's truly an amazing thing to witness and to be part of. And so we are so, so, so grateful for all of you. Our shamanic Reiki practitioner training, this is a six month training program that we have to help you tune into all of the elements of your being, to unlock a connection to your spiritual team, to take your practice even deeper. Knowing that this is to profoundly affect your life
1: so that you can have deep meaningful connections with your spirit team your power animals your spirit guides your reiki guides all all of the people on your spirit team and that you can access them easily because when you have that your practice changes no longer do you need to to look up to someone to find the answers because they're within you you have access to your team you have access to all the answers and so this is why this is why I love what I do right so We have this, the the first part of the program is that you're going to learn how to shamanic journey. You're going to learn how to shamanic journey to your guides. And then the second half is learning really how to use shamanic tools, learning how to offer shamanic Reiki sessions so that you can journey to other, other people's spirit guides, and you can do chakra spinning and you can do the muscle testing to figure out what chakra needs a little support and coming back into balance and coming into that beautiful state of of expansion, right? And so we're going to be learning how to do soul retrievals, to how to do cord cuttings, to how to do chakra analysis for others. All of that's happening, right?
0: I just really want to emphasize that again, like Christine said, while this course comes with a really beautiful community and a soul family that you can connect with and have a safe space to share and to learn and to grow together. It also comes with the ability to know that all of the answers are within you. This course is about empowering yourself, about understanding that you have access to everything you need within you, that you have a team supporting you, that your spiritual understanding, that your spiritual gifts are more than enough to carry you through life, through your practice, through your struggles, whatever it might be. And so while you're going to be learning these tools to expand your practice, learning these tools to deepen your understanding, learning techniques to expand your perspective, you're also going to be learning and meeting yourself more fully. And sometimes- For the first time, because you're going to be able to meet yourself beyond your limiting beliefs, beyond your anxieties, beyond your current perspectives of what's possible for you, we're going to break through those barriers break past what's been holding you back and show you an entirely new way to live and so yes. It's a it's a commitment, right? It's a time commitment, it's a financial commitment, but it's also a commitment to yourself. Because like Christine said, this is not a one in ten program. This is a program that's going to completely revolutionize your life. And that's why we are so passionate about it, because we want to see you shine your light. We want to see you in that state of flow and expansion that we've been talking about. Because when you are in that state of flow, when you are in that state of expansion, so is your life and so are the people around you. If you are like, I want, I want in, I want to you know
1: recognize all of these things um know that our our website has a lot of the information we have testimonials we have students who absolutely love this program it's not this is our third cohort going through and so i want you to really feel into it if you're feeling called if this is the right divine timing Go fill out the application. Jump on a call with me. The the application really helps me so that when we get on a call, we can get right to your questions because I have all that background information. So be sure to fill out the application. Sign up with a call. Right now, we're in early bird pricing until the 9th. We start the 15th. Thank you all so much for being here. I hope that our conversation has sparked some beautiful aha moments for you. and. Love that, love, love, love that. So until next time, we're going to be doing another webinar coming up. What are we doing? I don't remember. We are
0: doing. We're hoping to
1: have a student panel. Yes. So I know so many of us are like, I want to hear from the students, and so we do have testimonials, and so know that um, we have we're going to be bringing on more students to kind of give you their perspective, right? So yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.
0: Anything else that you want to say before we close, Izzy? Again, thank you to everyone in this community for joining us, for sharing your energy, for sharing your inspiration and your wisdom. And we will see you soon for another Coffee Conversation. Yay! All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you so
1: much for coming and we will see you next time. Reiki Cafe Radio is sponsored by Reiki Cafe University, where your Reiki dreams become reality. Join us on Instagram or Facebook at Reiki Cafe University. Watch our videos on YouTube or visit the website to learn more about our colleges of Reiki chakras and business.
0: It's our aim to help you on your path to wellness, guiding you into confidence as you transmute your inner critic and say yes to you. We're here to help you bring your Reiki dreams into reality and your path to abundance, health, and healing unfolds from here. And love and light, Christine Renee. And Izzy Wells.